Australian sports medicine. How is it different? You are listening to Reach MD, XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to a special segment focused on sports medicine. I am your host, Dr. Mary Luchard. Joining me is Professor Ken Fitch, who is a member of the Australian Olympic Committee Medical Commission and chair of the International Olympic Medical Commission Games Group. He is a professor at the University of Western Australia in the School of Sport, Science, Exercise and Health, located in Perth, Australia. Ken has been involved in no less than 12 Olympic Games and has played a leading role in sports medicine in Australia for over 40 years. He's also a fellow of the American College of Sports Medicine. Today, we are discussing why sports medicine is different in Australia. Dr. Fitch. Hello, Mary. Hello, how are you today? Dr. Fitch, do you think that Australian sports physicians are different to those from other countries like the USA? Well, Mary, uh, I think there is a difference. As you've just said, I have some knowledge of uh, the American system, uh, being a fellow of the ACSM for well, 40 years now. And, of course, I've seen uh, in my uh, Olympic experiences, you know, for the last... Uh, well, actually, for the last 11 Olympic Games, I've been part of the IOC. Uh, but before that, for, for four games, I was uh, with the Australian team. But particularly in my IOC experience, I do see differences. I, I suppose that the primary difference is that the sports medicine team in Australia has always been headed by a sports physician or a sports doctor. That is, a, a person who is not a surgeon. The primary care is provided by them, much, of course, of the problems that occur at elite competition are not injuries, the medical issues, you know, the, the problems of the, the gastrointestinal and uh, upper respiratory systems predominate uh, very often. Uh, certainly they do at the Olympic Games over the injury side. Whereas in contrast, in my experience over quite a lot of years now, it is customary for the American Olympic team to be headed by orthopedic surgeons. Of course, they do have uh, working with them uh, uh, physicians, I know that. But uh, when you are putting a team together, uh, it seems to us in this country that uh, a physician is the more appropriate person because in any event, when you're away with a team out of your own country, even out of your own city, uh, a surgeon cannot operate on his own athletes. And do you think a good team doctor is going to impact an athlete or a team's performance or even help win medals? Oh, undoubtedly. I mean, whether you're dealing with a, a once-every-four-year uh, situation such as the Summer or the Winter Olympic Games or whether you're dealing on a weekly basis with a professional team, the association between a very good sports physician uh, and his or her athletes is terribly important. And, uh, and I spent, uh, until recently, uh, also 15 years as the head of the West Coast Eagles uh, professional football team. This is Australian football, not American, but uh, it's highly professional. Uh, these are elite athletes. And uh, the association that I had uh, in that period of 15 years with a, t a new team, a new franchise that developed in 1987... My association with those players was very, very close and I think had a, a huge bearing on how they reacted within the club and within, amongst themselves and particularly when they had problems such as uh, health problems, injury problems. Mm. And what do you think sports doctors from other countries look to Australian doctors to learn? 
I'm not unsure how much they do. Certainly, uh, one of my other Olympic responsibilities is uh, educating the doctors of the South Pacific in sports medicine through the IOC's uh, funding possibilities there, and I've been doing that for uh, going on 24 years. And that's been a big boost, but I'm not sure that the doctors in North America look to Australia's. But that said, there are groups now like the Canadian Sports Medicine Group and one of the American Sports Medicine Groups, as well as the Australian College of Sports Physicians that meet, as they did recently in in the States. Uh, and I'm sure this recent uh, association, which also uh, uh, thrives through the, uh, the Clinical Journal of Sports Medicine, uh, is benefiting everybody because... You know, even though I do believe Australian sports medicine is up there with the very best, there's plenty that they can continue to learn from their North American counterparts. And what do you teach budding Australian sports doctors, Ken? Well, the first thing is speak the language. You've got to be to become to become uh, acknowledged, respected, and trusted. You've got to be able to speak the knowledge. You know, just an example. I never played baseball. I've had little to do with baseball as a team doctor, but I've treated many baseballers. And, you know, and I, someone comes in with a sore shoulder, and, and, and when I start talking to them, I'm like, uh, is there a cue for first base? They realise that I know what I'm talking about, that there are too many people in that team who can't throw. Right. Um, just little things like that. You, you've got to be, first of all, get to be respected and to deeply be trusted uh, to for them to be able to discuss their health issues with them one of the big problems that we do have in elite sport is the problem of selectors and managers and coaches and dealing with players who have injuries and health problems and and they're the doctors in an invidious position at times where he could be seen to be um, hiding from his employers if he's employed as often they are athletes' health problems, and yet he's got a, a responsibility to that athlete to uh, ensure that uh, he looks after his health, he treats his health, but he also cannot allow him to be selected to be uh, playing or competing uh, when he's unfit or unhealthy. Mm-hmm. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to a special segment, Focus on Sports Medicine, on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm your host, Dr Mary Lushars, and I'm speaking with Dr Ken Fitch, we are discussing sports medicine in Australia. How is it different? And I'm Dr Ken Fitch. I'm from Perth, Western Australia, and I'm delighted to be talking to Mary on ReachMD. Thanks, Dr Fitch. And just to continue, uh, how do Australian sporting teams utilise other health professionals with, within the team, for example, physiotherapists? Well, I, I claim some responsibility because when I first went to Olympic Games in Munich in 1972, We'd had two doctors in a masseur. And when I left uh, after Los Angeles 84 uh, as the chief doctor for the previous three Olympic Games, we had uh, 15 uh, in our medical team with a, an overall team of not much larger. We saw very early, or I saw very early, the, the value of the, the sports medical team. And uh, so we started with one physio in uh, Montreal, and then I had managed to get two physios, a nurse and three doctors, and the masseur in uh, Moscow, and, and we nearly doubled that for Los Angeles. Today, the sports medicine team for Australian Olympic team going to Beijing will number in excess of 70, although it was larger in Sydney where we were over 80. And in that group now, we have a whole range of health professionals 
from uh, the doctors, the physios, the massage therapists, sports psychologists, and uh, a new group of people, or sorry, uh, nutritionists. There's also a vet or two <laughs> to look after the horses. But uh, in particular, in uh, Beijing, and we're looking at a recovery team. And these are recovery specialists. Some will have massage therapy background. Some will have uh, exercise physiology background, particularly in heat-related areas. And, uh, and this is quite a large team uh, that will be based in a separate facility uh, in Beijing, about five minutes from the Olympic Village. Uh-huh. And could you just explain to our American listeners how a physiotherapist differs to a physical therapist? Well, the physiotherapist uh, in, uh, in our country has a, uh, has a qualification uh, from universities which is more based on the, the methods of uh, physiotherapy than physical therapy. So there's probably less rehabilitation in it. And uh, we also have people who have special uh, qualifications in exercise rehabilitation who often have a sports science background rather than a physiotherapy background. These people now have postgraduate qualifications in various areas, including manipulative therapy, and they become uh, uh, very skillful in this area, as uh, probably are used more in America by chiropractors. They also now have, in Australia, postgraduate qualifications now in sports physiotherapy. And indeed, to be selected as a physiotherapist in the Australian Olympic team in Beijing, every physiotherapist must have a higher qualification, either a postgraduate qualification or a master's degree in sports physiotherapy. This is where they take their physiotherapy away from the general public and move it into the sports area. Talking about Beijing, do you think the Australian team doctors or the Australian medical team are keeping anything secret heading into the Olympics? I'm not sure about (laughs) that. And if I did, I wouldn't tell you. But no, look, we have uh, a very good recovery centre, which we know other countries use uh, recovery with an increasing focus today compared with, say, a decade ago where it was hardly uh, discussed. We've done a fair bit of homework on environmental conditions, particularly heat and humidity, which we we see to be one of the primary uh, problems. We'll base some of our team en route to Beijing uh, in hotter areas in either northern Australia or just north of Australia uh, to allow them to acclimatise because we're coming from the middle of our winter uh, in Australia. So we've got that disadvantage compared with your our northern hemisphere uh, rivals, but uh, we do have one advantage that we we don't have the time zone changes to speak of. Uh, from Mike City in Perth, we have no time zone changes with Beijing, and from Sydney and Melbourne, just two hours. So, since we're talking about sport and medicine, and our countries, Australia and the United States, are united by a common love of sport, I have to ask you, what's your greatest professional sporting moment as a sports doctor? Oh. <laughs> It wouldn't rate in that country, but if, if it was a moment, it was when my new football team won the Australian Football League Premiership in Melbourne in 1992, because <laughs> uh, I used to play that game. But uh, no, if I was asked about my, not sporting moment perhaps, but sporting hero or heroine, it would have to be uh, Shane Gould, the 15-year-old Australian swimmer who in uh, 1972 was the holder of every freestyle record between 100 and 800 metres. To the tender age of 15 years, she won three gold medals and uh, a silver and a bronze. All individual medals, no relays. And uh, I, I thought that was absolutely remarkable. Uh, and I should say one of those medals was a, 
admittedly, she wasn't just a freestyler. Yeah. Well, Dr. Fitch, you've had a lot of experience and seen some amazing sporting events in your time. If any of our listeners want to learn more about sports medicine in Australia or sports medicine in general, is, is there a website or an organisation they can check out? Yeah, well, Sports Medicine Australia has a website. They are the, uh, the body that uh, I helped to start many, many years ago uh, in the 60s that uh, is the equivalent body uh, to the American College of Sports Medicine in, in the US. And that's www.sma.org.au? Correct. Well, thanks very much, Dr. Fitch, for your time. It's been fascinating talking with you. We have been discussing sports medicine in Australia. I am Dr. Mary Lushars, and you've been listening to a special segment, Focus on Sports Medicine, on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. To listen to our on-demand library, visit us at reachmd.com. Register with promo code RADIO and receive six months free streaming for your home or office. If you have comments or suggestions, call us at 888-MD-XM157. Thank you for listening. <laughs>